inch by inch, play by play, till we're finished. We're in hell right now, gentlemen. Indeed we are, Al. Indeed we are. And that's exactly what it's like playing in the Hang Cup Fantasy Football League. Join myself and the Kamish, aka the Punt Returners, as we bring you the weekly ins and outs, ups and downs of our beloved Fantasy Football League and throw in some other good stuff along the way. Lace them up, it's time for kickoff. Welcome back to the Punt Returners. Brian, how are you? Good, thank you, Jonathan. How are you, mate? Yeah, a little week off. A um, little uh, mishap there week two with us. Didn't get an episode out, but it is um, it is good to be back. It's, it is just, it's still, oh, I know people go, oh, it must be easier to do it in lockdown, but it is annoying to, like, still trying to be doing these through, what are we doing it through today? Zoom or something? like. Yeah, we've got two phones, we've got a, Zoom, a computer, and like, just, yeah, everything's going on. Well and truly overdue to actually get one back in person at some stage soon, and then I think the podcast will get back on track. It's like you said, I know we've, you know, said this to death, oh, it's hard and this and that, but it um, it genuinely is. Like, it's a pain in the ass, and I, I know is. we haven't got that much going on, you know, because we can't with lockdowns and all the rest of it, but you've just mm-hmm. still got life that gets in the way, and so sometimes, because I know there were a few people that were a little bit shitty we didn't get one out last week. The um, Well, that's understandable. I can understand. Like, it's a popular show. Agreed. People agreed. need their release from their normal day-to-day lives, so, you know. I can understand why they want us, John. But we will, um, we will um, endeavour to be better. We'll endeavour to be better. We'll try. How's your um? How's your two weeks been anyway? Very all good on the fantasy and just in the real world front. Well, first we will touch on uh, fantasy, and obviously there's the slingers are back. So I've had two wins on the trot. Um, so it's a, I'm just sort of putting the league on notice that you know to watch out. It's um moving forward. Yeah, the um they have been playing good ball, the Slingers. I've um I've kept my little streak alive, three and zero. Oh. Um, You're all, a little bit dangerous this year, John. Look, I yeah, I don't want to crow too early or count my chickens before <laughs> oh, yes, they hatch. Now, nah, yes, but I do, do um I do. I really I do like my team. I think there are a couple areas that I'm a little bit weak in, but um yes, my only problem is just horrible management. Like last week. I left, you know, 70-odd points between three players on the bench. Um, mm-hmm. And, yeah, I've, I'm just having a bit of trouble just picking which players should start every week. But once well, I sort of get... And then you, you don't get waivers right as well. You're not the best in-season manager. Nah, I'm not. I, I do, like, the waivers thing shook me last week when I didn't get to put in. It, as it turned out, I would have lost my claim anyway, so it didn't matter. Yeah. But, um, yeah. yeah, I've just got to improve on a few little things. A little topic I've got just coming out of today's game that I just wanted to talk to you about as well um, yes, as sure. a commissioner. But, um, yeah, so what's ahead do you think uh, on today's show? So we'll go through, you know, we'll go through all the usuals, the ins and outs, the happenings in the NFL, the happenings in our fantasy. Mm-hmm. We do, I know we did say week one that we were going to have the punishment thing locked down this week. Um, we haven't really talked about it though yet, have we? So well, it's still a bit hard. I don't want to put any like restrictions because ideally I would well the way in which I'm pushing for it is that I think Tom should do the in restaurant challenge and um which is twenty four hours in a restaurant. Now, obviously with lockdown at the moment we can't push on that one. Yeah. But it's yeah, it's something I think I'd like for Tom to do. So I think we're gonna have to just wait until unfortunately once again Melbourne's lockdown lifts and then I think we can, you know, attempt to get Tom to do one of these bloody punishments for the See, first time in his three years. And look, to to Tom's defence, he was willing to this do This one's not his fault. Yeah, like he was willing to do oh, to be fair, he's been willing to do them all for the last previous years, but we've always kind of gone about them half fast and we haven't, you know, properly locked down what the punishment is. Yeah. But for the yep. last season where Tom, being last season that just passed, uh, where Tom lost, he was willing to host a draft party and he even attempted a couple of times to, you know, try to get something going during lockdown. But again, it was out of his control. We were in lockdown. He couldn't do anything. So, yeah, that one wasn't his fault. But, um, look... 
this week we will get together. We'll speak to Tom as well, and we'll speak to maybe a couple other little stakeholders in this, and we'll see if we can. We'll lock um we'll lock down the punishment, so we'll work out exactly what Tom has to do, and also what the punishment's going to be for the end of this season. And I can yep. promise you, we'll get that to you on next week's show. I mean, whether yep. whether that punishment, Tom's punishment, um, you never know. It could be something that we roll into this year and make, you know, both of them do a punishment together or we'll make it a standalone punishment. We'll we'll weigh up a few options and we'll um we'll get something to the league. Yeah, so Jeez, by this time next... by the seat of your pants then. You have not discussed any of that with me and you've just rambled on for three minutes oh, no. about what the... <laughs> no, no, yeah. Do you know what? I honestly just thought about... When I thought about when Tom was going to do his punishment, it just popped to my mind. I thought, what about if they could maybe do a dual one? Again... I'd re- probably prefer them to do individual ones because it's a bit more like embarrassing. I, or think, a bit more I think it should be individual. individual? Yeah. yeah, agreed, agreed. Unless yeah. we come up with something like lightning, just ridiculously funny, and it, it has to be yeah. a dual thing. Um, yeah, I'm happy yeah. just to go with the individuals as well. But um, yeah, yeah we will, we'll discuss that uh, over the next seven days and get something to, to you guys for next week. Yeah, yeah, that's what we endeavour to do, and we'll actually try and... Follow through with it. <laughs> oh, yeah, I was going to just say whether we uh, watch, we'll be sitting here next week. Next week, next week, I said a very Kiwi there. We'll be sitting here next week issuing another apology, no doubt. <laughs> I can almost guarantee it, I reckon. Um, well, so two weeks have passed, like we said, in fantasy. There's no point probably mm-hmm. going through, you know, game by game, you know, individually. Um, oh, John, firstly, can I just use, uh, like, I know it's not probably about you know we still have to change the name of the league coming up and we'll get to that but um i just want to like use our platform to really um express my disgust in the other league that we're currently in i think that like just the way that that league is run and organized with some of the settings is really poor You're... And i hope that those boys are listening i know there's a couple okay. of those boys that'll be listening in here so yeah. it'd be interesting to Good. see what you say I know what's Good, rattled you. The waiver situation's yeah. rattled you, the hasn't it? The waiver situation's a joke. Like, it should be <laughs> fab budget. No other leagues in the world offer this stupid priority system that's not even a priority system when it's based off the position in which you're at for that week. Like, if you're going to use the priority system, it has to be, you know, on a rotation. So, say, for example, if you if you were to be last on the first week of the season, you had the option to be the number one waiver and then once you use the weight that number one waiver you go to the bottom of the pile and that is how it should be played but i don't know what sort of shit show these blokes are running in that other league but i mean what we've had four blokes on the ir this week and haven't been able to get anyone because somehow we've lost three in a row and still a third last so look it's just now i i agree with you and look just a real little quick bit of background for maybe for those that aren't as uh, well versed in the fantasy football, I was going to say not vocabulary. What's the word vernacular? Is that the word? Yeah, that'll do. Yeah, whatever. who's yeah. not as well versed in the fantasy football vernacular? So when um, every week, obviously everyone plays their games, and then there's the, there's usually two methods where you can pick up you know players that aren't on a team yet. Our league that we use here in the Hain Cup is the the fab, fab method. The fab method where you each get. Um, it stands for what? Fan- oh, I always forget what it stands for. But anyway, our fantasy free agent budget or something. Everyone gets uh, assigned auction budget. Everyone gets assigned hundred bucks at the start of the season, and then each week, everyone can just bid on any player that they want. You don't get to see other people's bids, and then if you have the highest bid um, by like the Wednesday before the, like of that week, you get that player in your team, which I think is the fairest way because every single person has the equal shot to get any free agent players um, yeah. that they want. Whereas in the other league that myself and Brian share, that we actually won the league last year. The way that league works is every week the ladder position. If you're like it goes by reverse ladder, so if you're last on the ladder after week one, you get there's no money or anything involved. You just get the first pick at any player you want. Then the second last gets the second pick. The third last, etc., etc. So yeah. the only bad thing with that is, I mean, for the first like we haven't won a game yet, Brian and myself. We're on three. We're, we're going horribly this year, but we're still Too third many last. Injuries in that league. Oh yeah, plenty of it. Two QBs. We've had plenty of injuries. We've been a little bit cooked. But um, oh, there's another thing I want to raise. Two QB leagues. It is the dumbest thing as well. Because like, QBs spin out real quickly. Oh, um, God. And the thing is as well. So like, yeah, in that league, if you're last, you get. So we've been 
third last, I think, the whole time, even though we still have yeah. won a game, but two other people have also not won a game. So we've never had like a good crack you know, at getting that first position. Um, well, like, for example, the first yeah, we lost, we lost um, you know, the number one pick like when we um, took Christian McCaffrey, obviously, and then to try and get his replacement, we had like the third priority. Like you were never going to get it. Yeah, correct. So, now, you know, I'm, where you should you should get the option to have, you know, to spend all your fab budget if you want to. Or I think yeah, fab, like, like I said, I think fab is definitely the best way because if, if a free same. player comes up, and then, you know, some blokes might go hard and bid like $80 on one player, yep. which means they've yep. only got $20 to budget for the entire rest of the season. And it just makes yep. it interesting stuff like that. So, yeah, this yep. is just a horrible method. And like I said, I mean, the difference between usually every week there's probably one really good player to get and the rest are just – there's like one or two maybe. The rest is just – it's pure garbage and they're not even worth picking up. So – like I said, by the time we get a pick every week, we get the third best player. We've been able to get nobody, um, and yeah, it's just a it's just a crap method. And I know blokes are going to say, "Oh, you know, we sound like we're sucking or whatever," but it's only because we've never really had to be in this position that much because we've always been near the top of the ladder in that league. Um, mm. We've never really noticed but it even then, that much. Even then, at the top of the league, like I still don't like it. Even if you're at the top of the league, like because then what? You never get a chance. You never a, get a good a player. Yeah. Ever. Like, it's true. Like, I don't know. I just reckon that league should look at going to a fab budget. And I I'm think, sure this is going to fall on deaf ears, but, you know. Look, I think it should go fab. Um, I know one of the one of the participants in that league, Benson, he's got a little bit of pull, I reckon. He can sometimes okay. get shit done when he wants. So hopefully yeah. he listens and thinks, oh, fab's actually a way better idea and yeah. busts the commissioner's ass and gets a fab. That'd um, be nice, Benson, if you could do that for the yeah. punter returners. That'd be fantastic. Gets fab on the... I, I don't know why we want to help opposition, but we'll um, yeah, we'll see how we go. But we've been... You know, we've been horrible in that league. We but um, this... Like I said, yeah, this this is a more Hain Cup-focused league. So, um, I don't know. Did you want to maybe... As I said, we won't, you know, flick through every game that's happened the last two weeks. I don't know if, if you just want to go over anything that's caught your eyes, you know, what stood out, what shocked you... And we can just run through a couple no, of little think, things. I think, you know, like, I'm, I'm not going to delve too deeply into, you know, because we obviously missed the week and all that sort of stuff. But I think the one thing that has shocked me, and I think it's shocked a lot of people in this league, is just Tom Wimbledon's overall performance at the moment. It's, I think I know it's got one of the teams to beat. It's got Crooksy. I wouldn't say rattled, but Crooksy's, uh, Crooksy's paying attention to it. Like, he's... he's like mentioned a few times, he's actually told me that he thinks Tom will win the league this year. He's called it very early, um, but yeah, it's wild that will. I mean, um, Tom, Tom's gone so good at this early stage of the yeah. year. Hold on, two seconds. Um, no, sorry, we've got um. See, like this is some of the challenges. We, this is some of the challenges we face on a um, lockdown podcast. You've got well, partners in the well, room. John, like, you've got it's, children. It's a bit hard, you know. Children everywhere. Yeah. Sorry, sorry, guys. Um, yeah, no. I think Will Wemborn has done Tom like some favors this year. It's fair to say. I think yeah, he drafted. Look, he was in a very favorable draft position. Drafted very well, and yep. he's had um yeah, he just had his blokes that he's been hitting on them so. Look, but if Tom doesn't do Tom things, he could be right there at the pointy end. Agreed. I agree 100%. Yeah. yeah. And even... I think he's got a really good team. Even at this stage of the year, there's no one... I think he's looking like one of the better teams. I think Paddo's... Okay. It annoys me. But Paddo's team's looking very good as well. The replacements. Yeah. Um, yeah. I think, like I said... It's I, pretty wide open, I reckon. Look, there's no one... Do you know usually every year there's a couple of teams that you look at them and you're like, fuck, this team is really bad. Like, we yeah. don't really have them this year, do there? There's no one that nah. you think... Like, I know, I think Ryan's... He's right down there. Um, yeah. I think the candy man with McCaffrey out, he's dropped a little bit, hasn't he? Or oh, I might be wrong on that. No, so, well, it's obviously... He hasn't been able to get hold of the, like, the chubbard. So, um, yeah, that probably hurts him a little bit. But I still think he'll—he's he, still, you know, he's right into it. So he, he's a real man manager, old Candy. So he'll be making moves. Don't worry about that. Even Ryan, like you just know, Ryan's not going to. Um, he's not going to 
rest on his laurels here. He's going to really... Um, yeah, Does he have he any sad budget left or not? I don't know, but he blew it all. Who did he blow it all on like week one? $66? Mitchell. Mitchell. Elijah Mitchell. And what's he done since? Well, I don't even think he's a starting running back anymore. So... <laughs> classic perfect. Ryan. Classic Ryan. I agree. Um... All right. Well, uh, sorry. I'm just I'm feeling around. I'm trying to log into something on the That's computer. That's okay. That's fine. In That's ter- what it's like when you know. In terms of we're um, not together. what about in terms of yeah, very true. What about in terms of NFL? What have you liked happening in the real football over the last couple of weeks? Well, I definitely haven't liked the Bears. Um, that's one thing I haven't liked. Um, you know, I think it's pretty impressive what the Rams are doing. Um, I think that's fair to say. Like, you know, there's always been that debate going on like is Matt Stafford actually any good um, and at the moment he seems to be doing a pretty good job and you know maybe you know maybe they've got this trade right because you know sometimes it can be a bit dangerous to what trade a, you know a QB each or whatever so um, I think the Rams are pretty impressive I still think Tampa Bay is going to be right there towards the end Um you see they picked up, um, what's his name, Richard Sherman? I did say that during, yeah, the during the week. Just before we get on to Tampa Bay, because I know Rick wouldn't mind talking a bit of Rams. He's a big Rams guy. Yes. and Maybe when we have him on, we'll go into depth. But um, honestly, like, and you don't have to you know, um, say what you didn't feel in case you think that we say, well, that made no sense. I was going to say, no. you can tell the honest truth. Like, don't be worried that we'll say you don't like football if you got it wrong. But are you so honestly surprised at all about this Matthew Stafford thing? Because I generally am not. I've always said, and I know we can see a bit of him being in the NFC, he's a very good quarterback. Like, I'm not surprised one bit that he's just come in and do this, like and done this. He's just, I think he's always been very good. If you just look at all the teams he's had, all the plays he's had around him in Detroit, they've all been garbage. But, like, statistically, I think he's always been a very good quarterback, um, Matthew Stafford. So, I'm honestly... I'm not surprised at this one bit. I think a bit of a stats gatherer because the thing is that um, he's always played from behind in Detroit. So, so he's, he's passing yards and numbers. throwing yards and stuff. Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah. So, like, it will be nice to see how he goes in a team where, you know, he doesn't have to sling it 45 times at the end of a game because they're down by three touchdowns or something. But, like, he's always had... Some talent. He's had a couple of injuries along the way, but yeah, like it's, that's what that's why there's always been that question: where is he actually? You know, because I'm pretty sure he is a, a former number one pick out of Georgia. I think it is. Yeah, let's run with that. Um, yeah, but so like that's why there's forever been that thing because you know some blokes just get stuck in a bit of an average franchise and you know, oh, look at like, like Brandon Marshall, the poor guy when his whole career didn't get to play a, a postseason game. And then Did even, he not play a postseason even when he was at the Bears or not? I'm pretty sure you can you can double check this, but I'm pretty sure that Brandon Marshall never ever played in the postseason. Ever. Really? So he never got to play like he had a whole football career and never got to play um, postseason football. Um, okay. Brandon okay. Marshall. Shall I call yep. it post? Uh, here I go. Because he obviously played for who? The Jets, the Dolphins, the Bears. Who else did he play for? Here we go. So, yeah, Brandon Marshall's postseason stat zero. He's 12,351 career receiving yards are the most ever by a receiver who has never played in the postseason. There you go. So there we go. Um, okay. Yeah, never in the postseason. Uh, he played for the Bears. Yep. I know he played for the Jets. He the played. Fish. What, what's that? Sorry. I'm pretty sure he started at the Fish. Yeah, um, and I think he also was at Seattle for a little bit at the very end. Maybe. No, no, sorry. He started. Denver. He started at Denver. Then he went to Miami. Then Chicago. Then the Jets. Then he had a st- uh, one year with the Giants and then Seattle. But I don't. Yeah. Okay. He only played. Yeah. Uh, seven games, uh, five games with the Giants and seven with the Seahawks. But um, okay. yes, yeah, so like you know, players like him. You know, I always wanted to see like, a player like um Megatron. He's the big one that just if he was on a good team, just to see what he could have done. Do you know what I mean? Like he was. Just, they retired, you know, like being a franchise that they are. Yeah. You know, 
they've retired arguably two of the best players of all time early, which is Barry Sanders and um, Megatron. Mm. So they both retired after nine seasons, which, you know, for a gun NFL player is short. So, um, yeah, like it just shows, you know, some players, especially in the NFL, seem to get stuck at franchises. Like there's not that sort of freedom of movement that, say, like the NBA currently has or something like that. Correct, so, correct. But um, it would be, would be good to see how he goes at the Rams. Yeah, but again, like winding it back, I mean, like they were, uh, the Rams are right there. Like they caught us in the playoffs last season. Um, so, yeah, as I said, I'm not surprised at all that he's doing this well. I think he's a real good player. And, yeah, yep. I think the Rams would be... Well, they're right up there in terms of Super Bowl favouritism now. So Well, they yeah. have to be, don't they? Oh, absolutely, yeah. So he's... Although they're in a tough division, so it's going to be interesting to see how that plays out because obviously, um, you know, the Seahawks are always sort of pretty decent and the Cardinals are good this year, so... I know it is, yeah, like... I know, the, you know, we always say, oh, yeah, it, it is tough division, and it is. Like, it is no, I know you don't like this, so no. like, you still think that, like, you know... Whatever, but, no, but I think it is a tough division. No, like, decision. as I said, like, it obviously is a very tough, like, is a tough division, but again, I don't think the Seahawks are the Seahawks of old. I think they're slowing down a little of course, bit. But they're, they're not like the Super Bowl Seahawks, but they're always, no. they're always, like, they're always, they always give you a contest. Oh, no, yeah. You're never going to, like, absolutely drill the Seahawks. That's true, that's true. And again, like, yeah, you, you could say they're declining, but then the Cardinals are obviously definitely on the up. So, um, now, like, oh, don't get me wrong, it is definitely the hardest uh, division in football still. But, yeah, I, I don't know. I don't think it's maybe as hard as what it once was, but I don't know. Um, <laughs> what? Well, I thought that was all right. Well, I just don't think that, like, well, I think it obviously is because, like, a few years ago, it's not like the Rams are any good. It's not like the Cardinals are any good. So, like... The division's probably better now than what it ever was. Yeah, maybe. Like, we'll see how we go. <laughs> Just a wild anyway, take from me. It was a little bit wild. I had to pull you up on that one, unfortunately. <laughs> um, yeah. Yes, yeah, speaking of them, they are looking good, the Cardinals, aren't they? Yeah, well, I think they've got, you know, definitely a top five QB. Like, And it just shows, like, you know, that call they made back a couple of years ago when they decided, you know, what, they had Josh Rosen, I think. They took him in the first round the year before. And then, you know, they just said, nah, fuck it. We wanted to use the number one pick on a new QB. Like, you know, like we've always said, like, just keep taking a quarterback until you get one. Until you hit on one. You know? Yeah, and, like, it just shows, like, that boy, he's electric, man. Like, he's so good to watch. So good to watch. Like, I love watching him play. He's fun. Um like, I like watching the Russian QB. So, you know, I like watching yeah, the yeah, Lamar Jacksons himself, Allen a bit. Even to a... I know he didn't do it a no, lot. But he can throw it so much better than, like, oh, Lamar yeah. Jackson. So much better. He's got a, yeah, he's got a very good arm on him. And he's little, man. Yeah. He's like, what, he's five foot nothing. Yeah, man. But he, the way he throws off, like, the wrong feet and, like, all this random shit, like... I don't, sometimes I don't think he gets enough credit for how, like how good he is as a thrower. Like, he hits, like, you know, Kirk, he's hit Kirk on deep balls. He's hit um, that new guy, they, sorry, um, uh, Moore. Like, he can hit blokes, like, in motion. So Pop things he gets, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, um, all right, well, what anyway. I'll do is, do, let's have a quick run through, we'll have a quick run through, like, all the divisions, have a look at them, and just see if you're surprised mm. with anything. Um, you know what I mean? And how they're all travelling and all the rest of it. So, we'll start with the yeah. AFC. Um, AFC East, you've got obviously the Bills 2-1, and one, the Fish are sitting 1-2, and two, so are the Patriots, and the Jets 0-3. Um, yeah. That division, I, I, again, it, you've really got not much to say about it. It's pretty much the no. same as it's always been, except we're now replacing the Patriots with the Bills. Like, the Bills, that's theirs to lose, in my opinion. I think they'll win that division easily. Um, mm-hmm. The Pats, I can't see making any noise this year. The Dolphins, I think they'll probably finish second, to be honest. Um, yep. But, yeah, and then the Jets, 0-3, well, it's just a matter of, are they going to win a game? That has been disappointing, though, hasn't it? Like, I expected a little bit more from Wilson, but, yeah, what do you do? What do you it, do? Lots it's of, it's, it's still very it. early days, but it's... Mm-hmm. Um, they like they just they've still even got no like yeah you can get a good a, a quarterback in but they've still got no other players around him at all do they like there's no. like who's their running back who are their receivers like they're 
everything about him is just trash. Like, there's no... like I, As a, a Jets fan, I can't think of any positives about the team at all. Well, it's like... Some joints are just destined to be shit. And unfortunately, I think they're just one of those franchises. Like, And it's... Yeah, it's know, usually the... Like, the team that's always like the little brother, you know, like um, say the Jets are the the little brother of the um, Giants, like in the NBA, the Clippers, the little brother of the Lakers, you know, teams like that, they're just always destined to be like oh, I'm, I'm with you, just always destined to be a little bit crap and always sort of second playing second fiddle. Yeah, I agree, hundred percent. Even now, like so, you you even look at sorry, just one back. Like you look at like the NBA now. Um, even the Nets, like they've got arguably you know some of the best players in the, one of if not the best in Kevin Durant. They've got you know Kyrie Irving. They've got them all there. They've got James Harden. And when it all looks, it looks like you know they're going to definitely win the playoffs this year. They're like the, the red hot favorite. The Lakers go and get heaps better. And now Kyrie Irving's not going to get vax. He's going to miss half the season as well. So it's yeah. like, you know what I mean? Like things just seem to always go wrong for him. Like things just unravel. Yeah, yeah they, and he always unravels pretty quick. So, mm. I mean, it's just like whenever you see, you know, even Sam Darnold leaving, like he's been serviceable at, at like the Panthers so far. You know, like Robbie Anderson's obviously gone on to, you know, put up a couple of years of 1,000-yard like receiving, like – it just seems to be that, like, once you leave the Jets, like, your career just goes much better. Correct. So, like, why would you ever go there as a free agent? Oh, and that's the thing. You just, there's, like, no lure or no draw for you to go there at all. No, well, it's just pure cash, isn't it? Mm. Like, but, um, that's it. That's probably about, oh, fuck, five minutes too much, too long on the Jets. Way too long about the Jets, yeah. Um, AFC West, this is, oh, you can almost flip this division on its head, and, and that's what it should be looking like, because you've got... The Raiders are three and zero. The Broncos are three and zero. The Chargers are two and one. And sitting down the bottom, holding them all up, is the Chiefs at one and two. Yeah, well, this was going to happen. I mean, they've, they've completely rebuilt that offensive line after you know the debacles um, last year in the Super Bowl. But like, you know, they've also it's just one of those things like the Raiders have, like, sorted their shit out on offense and they actually look a little bit dangerous. Um, also, sorry, just stop, having said this quickly, the Jet, having said that as well, the Chiefs, who are sitting last in the uh, AFC West, they've also got the second most points for. So they're having no trouble scoring the boards. It's just stopping. Yeah. So um, the Bills have got the most points in the whole AFC at 94 and the Chiefs are equal second with a couple other teams on 92. So, you know, they've got the most points in their division. So... Again, they're having no problem stopping, but they're also the only team except for the... So the Jaguars have let up the most points at uh, 115, and the Chiefs have let up the second most points at 95. So, yeah, yeah okay. they've, they've let up the second most points in the um, the whole AFC, which is a little bit surprising. That's fucking... Mm. I had their defense for the first three weeks, so I had to get rid of those idiots. Did you week. really? Yeah, what they made stuck. you pick up their? Oh, who knows? Why like, did you pick up their defense? I didn't have a defense, and they were like one of the only ones left. So I just thought, fuck it, and just got yeah, it. Yeah, okay. But um, yeah, yeah. And look, I think again, they'll they'll obviously get it together. I don't think the Raiders are gonna keep doing this for the rest of the season. Um, yeah. I still think the Chiefs will end up taking this division. Yeah, you never know. You never know. I mean, the Raiders. I think they've actually, like I said, I think they've sorted some of their stuff out on offense and they're actually like moving the ball like really well like they've looked good so like they've been good to watch the last few weeks haven't they yeah they have like they've, they've been pretty entertaining to watch which is something i haven't probably said about the raiders for ages it's just a matter of when Derek carr will realize he's Derek carr and start being not that good again um Oh, no, he seems to be, he's funny on Derek Carr. He seems to have a year where he has a really good year, then a pretty bad year, then an okay year, then a really good year, then a bad year. Do you know what I mean? Like, he's just, his consistency the last sort of few years have been all over the place. Mm, but he hasn't had, like, consistent weapons either. So, like, no, that's true. You know, I think I think he's actually, you know, like, Darren Waller's, like, bloody awesome. Um, you've got, like, I think Henry Ruggs is actually pretty good. Oh, I think Henry Ruggs you know, has, has Hunter, come of age, yep. Renfro. Hunter Redfro is, like, super underrated just because he's probably white. Like, I think, oh, yeah, uh, that 
could, couldn't agree more with you. Gets no look in if you're a wide receiver. Yeah, exactly. So, like... You know, and yeah. then you and then you go and add guys like you know they added um, Kenyon Drake this year, like another a back who can catch as well. So, um, yeah, yeah, I think he has got the weapons this year. So, and look, playing in that new stadium in front of all those fans and stuff, it seems like an electric atmosphere down there. So it'd be good to um. Oh well, yeah, it's always going to be like a good crowd. Like I mean, they're going to get people. It's always going to be a good vibe at their games, isn't it? Like, have you seen the prices? The stadium's pretty good. Have you seen the prices of like? The nightclub stole boots and that down there. Yeah, I have. Oh, yeah, through the roof. Like, yeah. it's ridiculous. That's just a, you need money to go to that stadium. Well, that's what, that's that's the clientele they're gunning for, though, isn't it? Really? Yeah, absolutely. Hey, yeah. just quickly, while, while we've got mm. the um entertainment and all that, do you hear the Super Bowl halftime show was announced today? Very black, John. How good is it? black. I was on... um. On one of my play, uh, I'm in like a couple of Green Bay like pages on Facebook and that, like oh, supporter groups and be stuff. Hating it. Oh, mate, uh, you see, this lady made a post today, like, oh my god, absolutely awful halftime show. I won't be watching. Like some old white lady out in bumfuck Wisconsin, and there, um, like everyone was just oh, like the the cop like the comments were divided. It was half agreeing with her, like, oh yes, this is a travesty. I will never watch this. I'll be turning my TV off at halftime. And the other half all like fucking old racist pricks like just spraying them. So um Well it's no Maroon Five or Bruce Springsteen, is it? So it, well, no, and, and then in in like one of the comments, someone asked her that like that, um, they were like, Oh and DJ whatever her name is, they're like, Oh and DJ, who would you prefer at halftime? She goes, um, hello, Bon Jovi and I just yeah, lost exactly. It. <laughs> exactly. Case closed, I think yeah. it's called. But um, you know, for all those for those that haven't heard yet, um, yeah, so it's it's gonna be what? So it's Kendrick Lamar, Eminem, Snoop Dogg, Dr. Dre, and Mary J. Blige. I look, it's a bit whatever for me. It's real up in like, smoke. It, it it is the the up in smoke tour, isn't it? It's it's fucking nineteen ninety nine. Yeah. Like, you know, so it's like I get it, I get it, but yeah, whatever. I like it. I, I, yeah, I know, but you would. But let's be honest. But I'm not. I don't really tune into the halftime shows or anything like that. Like, nah. I mean, like, we all saw. We all saw the debacle that the AFL Grand Final just dished out. Fucking yeah. But anything Australia weekend. does, it's just embarrassing. Like all our Grand Final shows and stuff, they've all been just embarrassing here. Like we obviously don't get near the star power or have the budget that they do over there. Well, and then you know, I'll. Old lockdowns didn't really do us a thing. So the bloke McGowan or whatever his name is from from Perth just flat mm. refusing to let anyone into the country. So you know, now that's um yeah very true. But they had um anyway the Super Bowls at SoFi this year, isn't it? Uh yeah, it's in LA. LA yeah. yeah. So like I yeah. I knew like I had a feeling it would have like a you know obviously Kendrick and Snoop Dogg the West Coast influence um, being in their mm-hmm. hometown and everything. So. Yeah, I'm, I'm not surprised they went that way. But no, Are you it'd be sure good. Eminem's on that bill? Yeah, M, M was there as well, M and Dre. So he got roped in even though he's an East Coast. Yeah, that, like, yeah, that's a bit of... Where's Mary J. Blige from? I always thought she was from New York, but I'm not too sure. Mary J. Blige, fuck. Has she released a song in the last 15? No, oh, I couldn't tell you. I'm not yeah, really down okay. with my... Um, yeah... Like with my sort of old, old lady rap scene, like rap scene anymore, but um, yeah, right. now let's we'll throw it back. AFC North, you got Bengals at three and one, Ravens two and one, Browns two and one, and Steelers one and two. This would be a, like I'm expecting Browns to still come out and I'm expecting I mean, the Browns to win this. Bengals are only three and one on top because they've obviously played the extra game, being today's one. And they played won. the Bears, yeah, and Jackson and Jacksonville, which helps. They are so, looking. Um, they're looking all right though. Like Joe's got to uh, make a move down there. Um, only got a couple of good receivers. Like Mixon's been pretty good. Although I think he got injured in today's game. And did um, he? yeah, I, I think he did something. I'm not too too sure. I just heard a couple of Packers. I think um, we've got him next week. The Packers and a few people were saying that he could be out. So um, yeah, that'd be handy for us if he is. Um, yeah. Okay. And what else have we got here? Yeah, there's the. The Steelers one and two. I'm not expecting any noise from them. Green Bay have got them this week. Should dispose of them easily. I think the Browns will end up winning that division. But come the end of the season, uh, they've looked very yeah, good. Yeah, I think they should. Yeah, their only loss coming against the um, 
They lost to the Chiefs week one, didn't they? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, no, not much to talk about this one, I don't think. Uh, Lamar's doing his thing. Oxford Browns are all playing pretty well. And, yeah, Joe so far, 3-1. and one. Can't complain with that effort. Yeah, no, he seems to be doing all right. I like it. I like it. I'm go- they've given him some protection. Oh, they've given him some... So- Oh, we've had technical difficulties, guys. Hold with us. Sorry about that. We just had some technical difficulties again. It's our MO. Oh. Um, yeah, this is what we're becoming known for. Yeah, I know. We just can't get a smooth one going at the minute. Nah. Um, nah. No, that's all good. So we were at the AFC South anyway. Um, yeah. Quick one. This is a real garbage division for mine. Um, you've got the Titans at 2-1, and one, Texans at 1-2, and two, Colts at 0-3, and, and after today, the Jags at 0-4. Nothing to take out of it. Tell you what, the Urban Meyer experiment is not working. Not at it? all, nah. I, I honestly don't see him seeing out of here. I thought no he would be. Honestly, thought he would have been gone by now. Even like it's just yeah, yeah not working yeah. at all. God, he's cooking Lawrence too. Lawrence does not look anything like what he did at Clemson. I know Clemson, you know, he was never going to look quite that good, but like you know, he looked okay today. I didn't mind him today. Like he was um he was running the ball a little bit more. Scored his first rushing touchdown of his career today. Yeah. But um yeah, yeah no, you're right. Still not a lick. But as we've mentioned, you know we we. Beat this horse to the well all the time. No, what? Oh, I forgot what it is. We've beaten this horse to death. But um, yeah, college football and the professional game are just completely different, aren't they? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, especially when like you know, if you play for any of the big, say, six or eight colleges in the US, like you step onto every field and you're pretty much like I'm better than you in every position. So you can just have a field day. Yeah, so true, man. So true. But anyway, keep going on about the NFL. Yeah, nah, so we'll fuck them off. So, yeah, like I said, Titans will come out of that division easily once they get there. Well, it's still a 2-1, they're going all right. But, um, yeah, I think they'll do that one, no dramas at all. Uh, flicking over to the NFC, we'll kick it off with the East. Uh, you've got the cow, Cowgirls at 2-1. Washington, <laughs> do you like that one? It's a little... little I didn't mind it, John. little gag us Packers use, yeah, we're talking about them guys. Um... Well, Washington at one and two, Eagles at one and two, and Giants at zero and three. Mm. I honestly reckon it's it's a genuine toss in the air between Cowboys, Washington, and Eagles. I, I don't think. Either, I don't think the Eagles are up to it. Yeah, but I really don't. Cowboys, I think, are the best of those teams. But I don't know. It just I can just see them doing cowboy things and just somehow fucking it up. You reckon? Yeah. I don't know. Like they've clearly been the best so far, but um. Look, they are looking better like offensively now. Obviously, they've got Dak back. Uh, they've got their little... Um, well, Zeke's playing good. They've also got Pollard there. They've, they should come out of that division. But I don't know. I just see them doing something dumb and just fucking it up again like they always do. You've got McCarthy yeah. there. You're going to somehow manage to cook it. I understand what you're saying. But, um, yeah. Who knows? It is always one of those funny divisions, isn't it? Like, yeah. No one's ever like absolute standout good. So even the the Eagles won it with with you there on the Super Bowl a few years ago. They mm, weren't like mm. you know piss take good or anything like that. No, no, no. Um, so well, back to now going to your um your favorite division, the NFC West, toughest division in football. You've got the Rams at three and the Rams on top at three and zero. Cardinals also at three and zero. Niners two and one and Seahawks uh, one and two. Yeah, so you know, I think this is going to be hotly contested for the yep. rest of the year. Um, but yeah, like there's going to be some good games. Like it will be a good game whenever it happens when the Rams play the Cardinals. That will be some good viewing, I reckon. Yeah. Well, yeah, so, both high octane yeah. offenses, like they've both, or and defenses, like they've both put up um, nine. Oh. Rams have put up 95 and Cardinals have put up 103 points and then yeah. they've given up uh, 62 and 65. So they've both kept other teams very low scores while putting up monsters themselves. Yeah. Yeah. So, look, I think it's going to be a good... good. Uh, I don't know... Well, I think the Rams, you know, they're obviously going to be a Super Bowl contender at this point in time. So, yeah. um, you know, they're probably favourites to take it out. But, 
Um, if the Cardinals can tighten up a little bit on um, defense, they might be able to, to you know, cause some noise later in the year. And then you've also got the other two sitting there, you know, the the 49ers at 2-1, and one, who they were a last-second field goal uh, away from, you know, what Green Bay beat them with last week. They were that last-second field goal away from being 3-0 themselves. So, exactly. Um, exactly. And, you know, so, and, and they're a, they're a, a battle-proven battle proven team as well. They were in the Super Bowl a couple of years ago. Um, yep. So, yeah, you expect them to be right up there as well. And the Seahawks, like you said, 1-2 and two with... Um, as long as Russell Wilson's there, they've got their good receiver. Like, they've got like uh, Lockett, they've got Metcalf there, they've got Carson, who's more than capable. Their defense is serviceable. So, yeah, you can never rule them out either. No, no, no. So this, this could be an interesting division to keep an eye on as yeah. we go forward. Yeah. Um, NFC South, we've got, yeah, Panthers, surprisingly, at 3-0. and um, Bucks 2-1, and Saints 2-1, and and Falcons 1-2. and yeah, I suppose it was always going to be a little bit of a change in the guard in this uh, division, like obviously with Drew Brees not being there this year. So um, it was going to be sort of who's going to step up. Is Jameis Winston going to be able to do a few things that obviously with Thomas being missing? Um, you know, so the Panthers have been, you know, a little bit prickly, aren't they? Like it's sort of still hard to know exactly what they're going to end up. Like are they going to be legit good or are they just going to sort of be, too bad. But, I think that's also um, the case. Anytime a team kind of comes from comes from the clouds, like they were nowhere the year before, then they all of a sudden they're decent. You always sort of you've always got a few questions to answer, like how long can they keep this up? Are they going to be able to sustain it for the whole season? All those kind of questions. So um yeah, it'd be interesting to see what they do over the next couple of weeks and if they if they can answer some of those. Yeah, and like it's gonna be interesting to see like, you know, is it seems, is, is, is McCaffrey going to turn into one of these blokes that's just injured all the time now? Well, like, yeah, it's two years in a row now, eh? Yeah, so, you know, like, what, he's done a hamstring and they're talking about him being out for quite a few weeks, so... Was the hamstring um, the ACL leg? I, I don't know, I don't know, because obviously they don't take the grass in America. Yeah, so they do the dead thing, yeah. They do the dead thing, yeah, so they get them off dead people, but... Um, yeah, I honestly don't know. No idea, John. Okay. And, um, but again, I still like the Saints. Look, I think they've been all right under uh, James Winston this year. Um, I mean, again, they've still got Peyton. He's still a very good coach, which I think makes a huge difference as well. They've got Kamara there, so you can never rule them out. They've got receiving weapons, though. Like, with, with Thomas missing... Emmanuel Sanders like, is got... like... Yeah. Yeah. They're not great. Yeah, like, they got no, they got no tight end. They got like yeah, I don't know. I don't like what they're bringing offensively I'll, besides Alvin. I like what they're doing on the other side of the ball, though. They've actually got a pretty good yeah. defense. Um, yeah. Yeah. As long as Winston kind of keeps in check and keeps the offense ticking over without throwing too many interceptions, I think their defense is good enough to put them like right up there. Come the point end of the season, it's just whether yeah. the offense can um yeah can score the points to match. Yeah, yeah, sir. Yeah, and that's yeah, been. And that's and that's weirdly what's been the problem with the Bucks. Um, they've been they've had no drama scoring the ball. Like they've scored, I think, the most points in the whole NFC to this point, uh, equal with the Cardinals. But they've also let up the most or the second most points, uh, or so second or third most points as well. So they've let up eighty eight points, which is surprising. Scenes they won last year on the back of their defense. Like their defense stifled Green Bay in the NFC Championship game and then did a number on um, Pat Mahomes in the Super Bowl. So, you know, two of the better offensive teams, the Chiefs and the Packers, and their defense yeah. shut them right up. Whereas, and, yeah, they've struggled early doors this year. Yeah, I know what you're saying. Like, it's going to be interesting to see if they can bounce back because, like, they brought back everyone on that defense from last year. So it was going to be interesting to see if they could replicate, yeah, that like you said, that dominant Super Bowl run where they just, like, flat-out, like, beat teams with D. So, yeah, yeah going to be interesting. Um, and then the last one, before we wrap this little bit up, the NFC North, obviously, our division's bry. Um, Packers 2-1, yeah. and, and then Bears, Vikings 1-2, and two, Lions 0-3. Oh um, yeah, safe to say, yeah, yeah, it hasn't really set the world on fire anyone this no. year. Um, no. I still think the division is ours for the taking again. Uh, I'd be very surprised if we didn't win it. 
Um, you know, you guys looked a bit shaky with field so far. Vikings are nothing scary at all. So, yeah. The Vikings actually look like they can move the ball really well, but the defense sucks. Yeah, it'd be horrible. But Kirk Cousins is actually playing like he's, pretty good. Yeah, he's playing and, like, not bad. They've got, they've got some good weapons. Obviously, Cook had the week off this week. But, um, yeah, like, they look like they can be dangerous if their D just could stop leaking as much. Mm, I still think, yeah, I think when... Um, I don't know. I just don't. Yeah, I just don't. Sort of. They're, they're one of those teams. I don't know if it's because they wear purple, but like when you see them, they just don't really strike fear in the opponent's eyes. I don't. I don't think. Nah. I'd, like I'd never be scared with Kirk Cousins coming up against me on the other side of the ball. To be fair. That's what I mean. And I, like yeah. And with this whole division, I think once the whips are cracking at the end of the year, it'll be the um the green and yellow that are the ones up there. Um, I think, unfortunately, like, I mean, until Matt Nagy goes from the Bears, like, we're never going to do a thing. So, like, yeah, I think this is the Packers division A until either Rogers goes or until, like, the Bears sort their shit out with, like, coaching staff or whatever. Yeah, no, I, I agree with that 100%. Um, yeah. Well, that's nice to look at the NFL. Um, do you want to touch on our league a little bit before we wrap this bad boy up? Uh, not really, personally, but, I mean, if you want to touch on it, I'm sure there's a couple of egos that need to be stroked out there in fantasy land, so, um, just yeah, quick, we can cover a couple of games. While we've got fantasy, uh, while we're talking fantasy for a minute, can I bring up something with you, Brian? Sure, John. Today, for example, right, so, yes. in the Jaguars game, that, um, Ch- Chark, is, Ch- how do you say, is it Chark? Chark Jr.? Chark, yeah, Jr., yeah. yeah. He got injured during the game, right? Yeah. And Rocket had him on his bench. And then yeah. Rocket is able to drop him, like, mid-game and then pick up yeah. a new player. Isn't that yeah. bullshit? Nah, that's, that's always been... So, the other reason why you don't notice it is because it's only really good if it happens on a Thursday. Yeah. Because... Traditionally, if, it, if an injury happens on a sun or our time Monday, um, you like there's essentially fuck all players left to pick up. Yeah, really. Like so, that's why you don't really see people doing it. But because it's like a no name player and he got injured on the Thursday game, Rocket just goes, "Oh well, I may as well get a different wide receiver and throw him on my bench." So it's always been there if they're on your bench. You can pick up someone who has not played yet. Yeah, no, yeah, I get that bit. I just, I just thought once a player has, once his team's taken the field, whether he's in your starting lineup or not, I just thought they were locked. I didn't know you could still drop them like during nah, the games. On the that. bench, on the bench, it's a bit hazy, and that's in all leagues. That's even in the NFL league that we're in. The other one, yeah, 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 all that sort of stuff. Yeah. Okay, yeah. so look, yeah. and, oh, I. I it's not, and I said this to Rocket because I brought it up with him this morning. Uh, I was like, it's no big deal, but, but I, I, and I figure if he, I mean, realistically, he's not going to be picked because this was only a bench player that he's lost, so he's not going to be picking up another free agent and then putting him into his starting lineup anyway. He's just picking up. I doubt it. Up and, yeah, and, 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 and a lot of people just sort of do it just to do it. Do you know what I mean? Like. Just because you can, not because you're actually going to pick up anyone really that decent. Oh, if that makes sense. I can see someone like but I can see someone also using this tactically, and you know, you know, knowing that so and so might need a tight end, so they've just done this and pick up a random tight end just so their opponent that week, you know, can't pick them up. Like that sort of thing's got Ryan Hill yeah. written all over it. Yeah, look, I don't know why it does it, but yeah, it's just it's one of those things that's just sort of in on all leagues for some reason. Okay. Um, yeah. Well, there you go. So that, that answers that question. Because I, I know I've had a few people message me about that today. So I just thought How I'd raise it with you. Yeah. Who messaged you about that today? No, nah, nobody. It was just something that I thought was interesting. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, no, very good. Very good. Very good. All right. Well, we let's have a quick... Maybe we won't go into all our uh, league this year. We'll have just maybe a bit of a run down the ladder and see how we go. Yeah, that's fine. That'd be, that'd be nice. Have you got the league in uh, front of you? Because I can't bring it up because I've got my phone on record mode. I don't, but I will just position over because obviously before we had some technical difficulties, 
that led to something having to be plugged into the wall socket. So if I just drift over there and just uh, collect that, um, it's just away from the microphone, as we say in the entertainment world. Um, just hold on a second. I'll just filibuster for a minute. So, yeah, so... Guys, our league, as uh, we obviously know, we're at week, we're at <laughs> week four. All right, so, yeah, so the league, I think we discussed, we did discuss this in the early part of the pod. I think it's still, it's really early, and obviously the extra game this year enables folks to get back into contention. So I don't think anyone's really out of it yet. I think, obviously, Sammy's football team is struggling early, but, um, you know, he could bounce back. Is he on um, three? With Fab, yeah, he's on three. Because with Fab budget, you can do that, not that dog shit waiver priority stuff. So, yeah. Now, yeah, I think, um, look, yeah, Sam is looking in a bit of trouble. He he did go okay, though, last week against the top of the table, Pado. He didn't lose by a lot. Um, what's it? I don't think, and he's, look, he's a, a seasoned vet at this now. He's been doing this for a long time. I think he can turn it around. Maybe he's got a little bit too comfortable over in Perth, enjoying too many freedoms, and doesn't have the yeah. time to uh, dedicate to fantasy football like the rest of us do here in yeah, lockdown town. Yeah, he lives over in a place where life actually still exists. So, yeah, so maybe he's uh, too busy out sipping, sipping cocktails and enjoying some beach life um, to yep. have football at the forefront of his mind like the rest of us. But um, who else have we got down the bottom there? we got, I think, Chompers is second bottom, maybe. Off going off yeah. memory. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry, say that again. No, I was just saying, um, who who got their second bottom? Was it Chompers? Oh Chompers. We got Chompers in his homies, yeah. So I, like he's always he's always prickly Rhino. I think he'll be there about like, you know, he'll make some moves. He won't he won't sit still, that's for sure. So Bit of a um, you know, we've got I don't him and then we got uh, we that good. Unfortunately, but then there's a bit of a log sorry. So just quickly, I don't think Ryan's as good as what we all make him out to be. I mean, yes, he had that season where his team was just dominating, which was unlucky coming up against better teams every week. But apart from that, he's never really been thereabouts, has he? Well, well like yeah. you can take that up with him. I'm not willing to get into a swinging match with Ryan, but... We all um, suck him off yeah. like he's this Bill Belichick, but I don't think he's that much, he's not that good as, as a manager as what we all think. Well, it's potentially not. Um, but I'm playing in this week, so I don't want to throw too much shade, sort of, you know, in his general direction and then get pants by him. So People are always because, scared of Ryan. Like, they're always scared to tell me if they think he's going to outmaneuver him and outfox him. But <laughs> I can't see him outmaneuvering or outfoxing anyone this year. I, I just generally don't think he's that good. You reckon, he's, you reckon his run of being like. Decent is finished. Yeah, I reckon it is. Yeah, okay. Look, that's fair enough. Um, Maybe they might be the fire like, up his ass that he needs to fire a shot this year. Who knows? Well, hey, he could, yeah, he's got some time. He's got some making up to do. That's for sure. He could so, be sitting here around um, Christmas time saying, "Thanks, John, for that rocket." And here I am, the league champion. And look, <laughs> if if he turns it around and that's how it becomes, and good on him. But I just I just don't think he's capable. To be perfectly honest. Yeah, that's fair. Well, time will tell with old Rhino, but like I said, he's not going to die wondering. He'll make some moves and see what he can do, and you know, time will tell. Time as we will, say in the, as they say know, in, in the business. In the business. Um, oh, yeah. working up. Who else we got? Who's yeah, that's a bit of a log jam there because then you know you've got uh, Crooksy on one and two. You've got Geordie uh, Sue on one and two. You've got uh, Candy on one and two. You've got Rick on one and two. You've got. Wheels, uh, DK Country's on one and two as well. So there's a bit of a log jam there from eleventh um, to sixth. So I really, um, I like Ricky's team there. I think Ev, uh, John and Candy made a huge error after week one in changing his team name from "You've Been McCaffed." I think ever since he stopped that team name, he hasn't McCaffed anybody. Hasn't McCaffed anyone. Crew. Yeah, since he became Shifter's yeah. crew. He's lost both games, I think. Whereas he McCaffed Will good in week one. Will got a good McCaffing. But um yeah. yeah, ever since then it's just been been a bit of a bit of a slide. I mean he's lost uh, McCaffrey now and by changing to Shifter's crew, he obviously backs himself in with his draft process. Um, and that he's a bit of a guru. 
So, you know, it will be interesting to see if, you know, that comes to fruition this year or if, you know, he's not quite up to it. Yeah. Um, and he probably should have, like you said, sort of a better name. Yeah, I think the name has a bit of a... It's got a big influence on how his team's going, to be perfectly honest. Yeah, that's fair. You um, know, and that can happen. You can put the mods on your team pretty quickly. You so. can. Absolutely can. Absolutely you can. Um, yeah. I like Ricky's team. And I think Ricky's, Rick and Crooks, uh, their team... Or Crooks' team's a little bit... I don't know, like, it has potential to put a couple big scores. And I know Crooks is obviously a very active manager throughout the year. So Very active. Yeah. Very active. Always seems to be up at the same time as me making moves at 6.30 in the morning. Yeah, so, I know he's a know, big... If I see a little bit of news, I've got to try and beat him to it. See, do you know what I think the key with fantasy football is? And this might be a tip for some of you blokes. Twitter. I'm not a big Twitter guy, so I don't always get the breaking, breaking news. Mm. Crooks, I know, is a huge Twitter guy when he's not banned. So I think <laughs> yeah, he, gets, he gets a lot of insights from there. Yeah, well, I, I don't get mine from Twitter, but I'm sure that like a lot of um, a lot of the blokes out there do. Mm. But yeah, I'm sort of more just your traditional sort of Bleacher Report type. You know, and I'm happy to name my sources because at the end of the day, we're pretty much all getting the same info, aren't we? Correct, correct, correct. Um, yeah, so... But, you know, yeah. I'm expecting Crooks to make a few moves. Uh, Rick, I know Rick's tried to make a couple of... Well, not trades with me, but he's just asked, you know, whether I'm interested in trading players or not. Um, oh, has he been trying to make a oh, couple of um, no, look, moves? No, look, obviously he's trying to make trades. He's just, he, he just said, like, hey, like, you know, what would you want for so-and-so? Or any chances? And, and he was trying to do this before... The even the first bounce, like before week one. So I think sometimes you have to be careful not to outsmart yourself a little bit sometimes. Um, well, which, you know, in fantasy can happen all too regularly, I think. Yes, absolutely. And especially if Rick's speaking to guys like Ryan, Ryan then, you know, yeah. that's going to fuck him up too. I think he's going to... I think his, his football knowledge in the last season has come leaps and bounds. He, he knows a lot now, Rick, from the conversations that I have with him. So I think he's going to just back himself in a little bit more and just go by his own gut. Because I think he knows you know how what, to put a good team together. You know together. what I don't like? You know, and this can, you know, some people are going to say, oh, yeah, whatever. But I feel like, you know, if you want to send a trade request, like I think our league needs to get past this, send a little text message first, like, Oh, what do you might what might want might what you know? What are you thinking? You like might you know gauging, want for him? gauging like interest. Send, just send the fucking request, and if they knock it back, who cares? I agree because like, sometimes you ask somebody, and they're like, "Oh no, nah, they might be this, they might be that." But when it's there in front of them, like it, it's actually going yeah. through, then they might be like, "Oh fuck, it's here," and they know I'm only one button away from you know taking this. So I'm with you. If you want one, just send it. Just send it. Who cares? What's the, what are they going to do? Say no. Like, who cares? Like, you know, just send the damn request. Sorry, I've just, I've just had Mal's just come up. So I'm just, sit, I'm laying on the couch. But I've got my shoes on, and I'm banging my foot on the floor. And she's just come yeah. up to tell me because she goes, "Hey," like she's sort of whispering so it doesn't come on the pod. She's saying every time I bang my foot. It's going to show up in this recording. So I'm in, and like she's standing oh. over me now, like, yeah, you're going to. You don't gonna... know anything about audio. No, it's. it's... Stop you're right. banging your He's voice. a cowboy, Mal. Let's to be, be honest. Um, I want to apologize to the listeners because this is going to be so painful to listen to. <laughs> I can hear this. Because I know exactly, you know, I know you. I know what you're doing. This is not a sound <laughs> studio. Stop doing that. He has that. to go at me because once I click the pen, yet like he's doing this tapping of his foot. My goodness. Seriously, control yeah. yourself. I don't um, think it's going to show up. It's 100% going to show up. No, time will it's tell. going to be unbearable. I'm sorry to this week's <laughs> listeners. A time will tell. <laughs> Look, she's mad about this. That's media guru Mel Farris there, um, ladies and gentlemen, just shorting in the pod. Just wants her five minutes. Um, what are we talking about? Yeah, no, no, just the overall I can just send it straight through. Yeah, send through the request yeah. and then... Uh, but look, I get... I'm not adverse to the gauging a bit of interest or not here and there. I'm not a huge trader myself, so it doesn't really bother me anyway. No, there's never many, too many trades floating around in our league anyway, so... Um, who else do you say was in that group? And so we went up, we talked about, oh, Wheeler and Geordie. Again, Geordie's always kind of thereabouts, isn't he? Middle of the pack. Same as Big Wheel. Oh, we'll talk, yeah. 
Will always talks a big game, and I think he overestimates some of his plays as to how good they are and how good his team is. Um, always. It's like, it's like him and the Seahawks. Yeah, it's agreed. It's just agreed. something he does. He oh. just always, you know, thinks oh. that they're going to be better than what they are. And look, this is going to come back to bite me in the dick because I'm playing Wheeler this week. So oh, we all go. know Wheeler's going to yeah, beat like me. It. So congrats on the win this week, Wheeler, because I've just potted, it, potted your team. But, um, but, and because he's been you know, severely disappointed that, um, you know, you keep scoring 80s and 90s and beating guys. So he's obviously not wrapped. I've told you, classic defense. It. Classic defense. We'll, we'll get I, hope defense you beat him. I hope you beat him like 68 to 66 <laughs> or something. It'd be fantastic. But, um, no, nah, it's true. Like, and, like, we've talked this before, Will, with the old, like, you know, he'll send a, like a text, um, he'll send like a group message or something, like, you know, a, a highlight of like Seattle picking up second and 10 yeah. at like five o'clock on a Monday morning. Like, please, he just, yeah, he's, he's very, very rose-coloured glasses when it comes to the Seahawks well, and his fantasy team. You know, he acts like a, you know, the traditional Bombers fan that he is. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. Um, old crypto wheels there. Um, so he's there. We said Geordie's team. I don't know. I haven't had to look into it too much, to be honest. Um, nah. Like I said, always a bit of a sleeper, Geordie. Like, always thereabouts. Uh, always seems to have a good draft pick every year, so he's always in a pretty good position. He always, he does, and he's always, you know, he's always, I think he is into a few, you know, different podcasts and all that sort of stuff. So, you know, he's always quite knowledgeable now. Like, he, you know, you were saying Rick's knowledge has gone through the roof. Geordie's very, very knowledgeable when it yeah. comes to um, the NFL now. So he's actually been like an amazing addition to the league, I reckon. Yeah, very and I, and when, He's been in the league for a long time. Now, I only said that with Rick before because this is only Rick's second year in the league and really only second and a half, mm. third year watching football. So... Um, yeah, yeah, that's why that one impressed me the more. Whereas Geordie, I more expected it. But um, yeah, all right. So who's above those guys? Then did you say the next couple of teams? Um, so then the next ones up would be yeah. Then sort of you've got you've got uh, the teacher, you've got the swingers, you've got the buy who are all on two and one, and then you've got your lovely team, Hazel Heroes, and the replacement sitting up there on three and zero. There you go. So. I think that um, that little tier there. So you said so yourself, Rocket, the teacher, the and teacher, Tom, two and one, and um, and Tom Wimborne, who we both um, think is going to be dangerous this year. Yeah, look, like we said, you know, Rocket runs his little teacher gimmick, but school... I hate the, the teacher gimmick. Could not hate the teacher gimmick more. It was obviously school holidays last week when Hazel's heroes gave the teacher a bit of a touch up. Didn't teacher didn't seem to show up that week, um, and. But yeah, no, nah, I'm waiting for Rocket to do something stupid at some stage, like some ridiculous trade, uh, which he seems to always do, In like last year when he handed Kuchy the best tight end in the league and won the league. Um, yeah. But again, Rocket's a very knowledgeable guy, knows his fantasy football, been there, done that before, so I expect him to be up there when the whips are cracking as well. Yeah, so do I. So do I. He's always there about, isn't he? He'll be dancing in December, that's for sure. Um, yeah. And Tom, who knows what he's going to do. Like, he would... This man is in such uncharted waters for himself at the moment. Like, he's in the top half of the table. He's won... I think he only won, like, two games for all of last year. He's already got that yeah. now. So, yeah, he'd be, he'd be freaking out. Like, he's in some sort of twilight zone or something. He'll do some sort of Tom thing, like, like later in the, in the season. I can just say it. You would, you would assume so. You would assume so. But he, um... Yeah, I don't know. I just think, yeah, he'd be... He's had to be spinning at the minute with, like, what to do being up there. Yeah. Yeah, the air's a bit thinner up there, and I think he'll start to struggle later. And how about yourself, Brian? Any words you want to have on your team? No, not really, John. I think I've been a bit lucky with a couple of my games. So, but, you know, I just... I really need Zeke to... If I'm going to go deep this year, I need Zeke to go big, so... Um, he had a nice little bounce back last week, but yeah, I don't know how much that's going to be sort of long term. But I think I need also need one of my wide receivers to hit T Higgins being out hurts, but you never know. There you go. And as you said, yeah. then, then the the top two were myself at second and Pato top of the table. Um, my defense anchoring me as usual, keeping teams to a real low score. Uh, it's been my mo for a few years now. Um, 
Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm happy with it. Um, like I said, I've, I've got a lot of fair, I've got a lot of fab budget. I don't think I've spent a dollar yet this year, so I've got all my budgets still there. Or maybe I got someone for like two bucks or so. I can't even know. Um, I've only made about two moves this year, so yeah. Now I've got pretty healthy fab. Not I'm reasonably happy with my team, sitting three and zero on top of the table equally. So yeah, life's good for myself and Hazel and all her heroes. <laughs> and Pato, I know he's getting very cocky at the minute. Um, well, he's got a good point for like he's way out in front. So I think Pato's not a bloke. Pato doesn't use co- uh, doesn't wear cockiness well. Not a good colour on him. So <laughs> I think this is gonna all come crashing down very soon. And I reckon yeah, there might okay. be a few blokes lining up to just to let him know about it. Yeah, interesting. Interesting. It will be interesting to see. But, I mean, he's is, he is racking up the points. So, um, yeah, I think he could be very dangerous this year, Pato. Like they always say, though, you don't win don't win Super Bowls in October, do you, Brian? No, you don't, Jonathan. They're safe for December. Um, <laughs> in, in the fantasy world, anyway. Um, oh, well, that's a little bit of rundown on our league, some NFL stuff. Um, I think it's been a pretty successful one. I think it's actually been a decent pod in the end. We've obviously had a couple of technical issues. But, oh, you know, look, you're going to have them. We're only nicely. human. We're only human. We've got no production team or anything behind us. Exactly. Exactly. Did you have, um? well, on that note, was there anything that you wanted to... And again, we'll also no. go through next week for the boys. Um, I know we've said it, but we'll get those exotic leaders up at the minute. Yeah. Uh, give an update yeah. on who's winning there. We'll do a bit of prep before next week's episode and yeah, have we'll a bit do, more... We'll between now and then just yeah. like a few things up, don't we? There'll be some structure yeah. to it next week, I think. Yeah. Yeah, um, I think so. Darn, if, if, if you're nothing else, I'm willing to uh, pull a, put a pin in this one and call it a day. Well, it's been a good one, John, and it was nice to be back after the week break. So, you know, as we always say on the punt returners, why call for a fair catch when you can run it back for a touchdown. See you next week. See ya.